Welcome to the Kicking It With Ray podcast. I'm your host, Rainice, and I'm here to discuss all things reality TV from a black and brown perspective. From dating and marriage to competitions and everyday pop culture, I'll be diving into it all. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hello, and welcome to my first episode with the Kicking It With Ray podcast. I'm doing it by myself, y'all, so thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I have Tamika, who runs the Entertainment and Color page on Instagram. Welcome, Tamika. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. One of the reasons why I enjoy talking to you, well, we met on Clubhouse, obviously. Uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, I you know, used to run a community on Clubhouse. And um, ever since then, I've been following your page. I've enjoyed what you do. And you, we have such a similar vibe of like really trying to uplift people of color because we don't get our shine enough. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's that's always been something that I've noticed about us. Like we're very similar in that way. We have so, like... Even when we speak, we have very similar thought processes. Yes, always. (laughs) Always, exactly. So thank you so much for coming. Um, We're going to do things a little bit differently than what I've done in the past. I just want to have fun. I just want to like talk, talk shit, talk good, you know. But we are going to mostly focus on uh, what brought us together, which was Bachelor Nation. And this Bachelor Thursday, which of course is the Golden Bachelor, followed by Bachelor in Paradise. So we are on, what was this, week six, which was the woman tell-all? Oh, week seven. Oh God, listen, numbers, I can't even keep up anymore. It's It might be week seven, I think you're right. Yeah. So um, we had the woman tell-all for, for the Golden Bachelor, and then on Bachelor in Paradise, we uh, had Charity come down. So we're going to jump into that next but let's start with the women tell all because this is always my favorite episode of the season what about you usually it's not so much because <laughs> I think it's just a slower episode and I'm just kind of like by the time we get to like a men tell all women tell all I'm like okay let's wrap this season up Let, let's get to who's the winner I need this over with yes. but this season I actually was excited for women tell all yes what were you excited for I just, I loved this group of women. I don't know if it's because just it was just a smaller group of women. They were able to shine or just the the dynamics of the, the type of women that they brought onto this show. I think I like probably even Kathy, I'm going to give her, 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 she's a Taurus. So I'm, I'm always, uh, I try, I try. <laughs> like I there's there's very many ways where I definitely understood Kathy I don't feel like she was right in a lot of ways and I'm gonna say that but I I definitely understood where she was coming from a lot of times um with her insecurities and you you could just tell it was coming from a place of insecurity and I'm always gonna be like okay that's where it's coming from but you know it's not good. You got to work on that part of you, right? And so um, I like most of the women that was on Gary's season. So I was very excited to hear them, like hear how they felt their experiences and just what they, what we're going to see from them in the future. I hope we get a golden bachelorette. I really do. Yes, agreed. I really do too. There's so many contestants and we can definitely d- discuss who we want. Um, but I, I agreed with you on Kathy because I didn't necessarily think that she was wrong in how she felt about what Teresa was doing, but she was wrong in how she went about addressing it. Like that, it was just rude. And, and you don't talk to people like that, that you claim to be friends. (laughs) So yeah, I was definitely disappointed in that, but I was happy. 
I was both happy and and a little dissatisfied with her a, a response to it because I don't feel like she actually apologized. I feel like right. she kind of danced around it and was like, I did a bad thing. The we were, we were in the heat of the moment, you know, tensions was high. And yeah, I like she she admitted that what she did was not right, but I don't feel like she actually apologized. Right. And maybe her and Teresa have talked since then. They, this filmed back in like July, August. So maybe her they've talked and, right. and fine with it. But I just feel like it would have been nice for us to have heard her sincerely apologize and not just dismiss it as this happened so long ago. Right. And I feel like um it's so funny because we mostly didn't get very much drama because you could just see that these women have like evolved in their life beings to not have, they're so confident and like steady in themselves that they, that they, you know, the little insecurities that they have, I feel like the show had to like it out to people, like, just like, magnify it because they are all so very steady in who they are and who they've been shaped to be at this point um with Kathy I'm sure she's she's probably like oh well I I I had a right to feel that way I do agree I hope she went to Teresa you know woman to woman and said listen I was wrong I shouldn't have talked to you that way I it was it it was my insecurities and I I should have tapered how I threw that back on you exactly that would have been beautiful to hear and see yeah. <laughs> um what were your favorite parts from the women tell all um I like the women that they spotlight so I like I th- it's really the women that I think have bachelorette potential mm-hmm. so Joan yes. got a seat Ellen got a seat um Faith the only thing about Faith is I was shocked at how still very tied to Gary she seemed. Yeah. She, yeah. I was, I was shocked too. And did you notice like when she put her hand on his leg and then like immediately took it back, it was like, you could tell that she knows he's with someone and that this is probably inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah. 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 Um, And I was too, but I like watching the hometowns, I don't know if we just only saw what Gary said to her family and her then, and he did did something similar with all the other families, but the way he was with her family, girl, I thought she was the one. I was beyond shocked. So he, I'm just like, he laid it on very thick with her family, and I feel like this was more of a shock and confusion that someone could tell you they love you, tell you they love you in front of her family, make these promises to her family. I really feel like Faith thought she was the one, Mm -hmm. and so this was more of almost like a shock. Like, I can't believe I wasn't the one. I'm still in shock about it. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I felt for her. I, I think I teared up a little bit just watching her talk to him. I I was thinking, I wasn't as shocked. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm only saying this because I do feel like the conversations they had, I was like, I don't know if they're necessarily in the same place, right? Mm-hmm what they want for their relationship and then um it it does kind of feel so initially when I when I first watched their episode where they had the date right she had the dream date yeah um I watched it and I was like I feel nothing I see nothing between these two what is going on like they're saying these words and I'm just like I don't I don't get it I don't see it then I went back because I do do a YouTube show recap for the Golden Bachelor on my channel, Entertainment in Color. And 
I had to take notes. So I went back to jot down like all my notes and I rewatched it with fresh eyes. And I said, oh, wow, I see it. I see it, but I, I see it. It's not, it's not like an on the book, like connection. It's a, we have just something. We don't know what that something is. Yeah. And we can't explain it, but it's, it's strong between yeah. us. Yes. And I think that was the only thing holding on to them. And then it was like going to see her family. It, it Yes, the connection was still there. But it, I feel like the outside world being brought in made 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 it more sense to Gary that look, this is probably not going to work. Um, you think it was a logistic piece? Because she was the yes. only one that was flat out like, I'm not moving. <laughs> yes. I did. Listen, on my on my YouTube show, we sat there and Googled how far Indiana was from um from Washington. Yes. And, and like, on on Claire and Emma's, I think it was Claire and Emma's podcast, they looked up the the population of her town. It's like thirty five hundred yeah. or something crazy, like yeah. small. Yeah. yeah. Like, Gary probably is not for that. <laughs> is there a pickleball team there? Right. Like what like he gonna give up his all his you know, things yeah. that he, I mean, again, he's older, set in his ways. He wants to do his stuff too. Agreed. agreed. Yeah. And, and he's got a family too. So it's like, I don't know how, how much he comes to be grandpa at home, but like, I don't know. I think that's a lot to ask of people. And something that I thought would be better for the next season is mm -hmm. to ask kind of like how love is blind does where they're more in us in a closer um, area so from the same place because I that is a bigger deal when you're older now yeah you know I, my parents are military I grew up moving around a lot so I know like my mom she is like I'll move it doesn't matter but she has made a community made a life in Chicago so mm -hmm. the odds of her just like wanting to move is you know like that you're older now she said that when I start having kids she would move to me but <laughs> I can't imagine her doing that just for a guy you know that's a lot yeah. harder for that age and and I've said this. I've been very vocal about this on on my YouTube show. Um, I, I, when I used to have a podcast as well. Um, I can't see myself moving. I have three children. Um, yes, they're you know they're not they're teenagers. Um, and my daughter's in her twenties. But you know, for me, this is their community. Um, and, and I share custody with my ex husband. He lives a town away with his mother his their cousins live here mm -hmm. um and it, it would be very hard for me to yeah. move yeah. to give that up so i they, a lot of these stories that i was listening to these you know like with joan when she had to like get up and go go to her daughter and we find out it's because her daughter had postpartum yeah. i would have done the same thing i would yeah. have done the ab absolute same thing yep and i was gonna say that was actually one of my favorite parts of it is actually yeah a name to it saying calling it out saying what it is talking about it like it's a this is a perfectly normal thing to go through and it's okay you don't have to be scared to talk about it I kind of wish they had done that on the original show like when it happened but I also understand it was in the moment and she needed her daughter's permission probably before she just talked about it yeah. um, I'm so glad we talked about that and I thought that that was kind of like the difference and I'm not trying to shit on uh, Sandra but like the difference in mothers like <laughs> And it could be her and her daughter's relationship. 
my mom i don't give a shit if this is my fifth wedding and it's at the motherfucking courthouse my mother is going to be there <laughs> like what are we talking about uh, so so listen i've said the same thing because somebody asked um one of my friends that uh in a group chat of it is like would you would any of you do this and i'm like i wouldn't do that if it was my daughter I wouldn't do that if it's my sons. And usually the mothers of the groom aren't very much involved in the yeah. wedding, but I'll be there. <laughs> whatever you, whatever color you need me to wear, whatever you need me to do, I'm going to be there. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. I understood, uh, like, I think I listened to Sha- Sandra was on, oh God, one of the Bachelor, pa- there's only one left, right? So <laughs> <laughs> Happy hour, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, Bachelor Happy Hour, she did say this is both, her son-in-law and her daughter's second marriages. Okay. So she did explain that, but I agree with you. I, I don't think, I don't think even if it was my daughter's second marriage, I would miss yeah. it. Especially and, if I, this was her person, like even exactly, more. Exactly. And like, and like, I get it. Her daughter said it was okay. So that's not for me to judge. Like that's y'all's but, relationship. I'm saying me as a daughter, <laughs> I'm yeah, not allowing yeah. it. That that it's it's a lot, um. But you know, I I also I I had po- like a bit of postpartum with my children, so I definitely understand. Um, and and I don't know how close Sandra lives to her children, so maybe she is doesn't see them every day. So maybe you know, if I would, if you know, like my mother doesn't live near me; she lives in Florida. Um, she lives with my sister, so maybe like if it was that I, they they are more in not in close proximity, and so she's used to not seeing her on the daily, right? May I, I'm not sure, but I, I again, I am not judging Sandra. Like her daughter said, it was okay as long as her daughter was okay with it. Yeah. I, I'm good. Um, but I am glad that Joan was like, because there were a lot of people. I, I think on Game of Roses they gave Joan um uh, error of the game, and to find out. That it's because she that like she was supposed to stay. Are you um, serious? No, I'm serious. Listen, I uh, listen. I knew that it, I I didn't know that it was postpartum, but I knew it was serious. Like you could tell by the way she was talking on the phone. Like I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. Like this wasn't some run of the mill. Like mom, my my baby won't latch or something. Like you know, like like this. I could tell this was a big deal. So that's crazy. I thought she was hurt or something. Like you know, like physically hurt. Yeah. Like that's what it sounded like. That she couldn't like walk. That happens, right? Yeah. Like you you go you have C sections or even you go into labor and you labor naturally and and your it throws out your spine. You can't walk for days, right? Like yeah. never yeah. know. Yeah, and especially if this was her first baby. Um, I don't know what her if her daughter's married, if she had help. Like we don't know any of that, but I can tell you for damn sure if I have a baby, my mother will be <laughs> right there. So yes, I understand Joan having to go. And I just I feel like though Gary's reaction to like Joan versus Sandra, it was kind of telling like he wants someone who's gonna be with their family. Like I'm yeah, gonna try I agree. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. When oh. he when he's like to he's like, oh, I, I agree. I <laughs> yes. do, I do think he was he was also judging Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so this season has been absolutely 
like it, I've been enamored with it. I have loved every single episode. It took me a minute to get into it because, um, you know, my best friend passed away the week before the show premiered. And so I couldn't get into it right away. It took me a minute. I knew it was going to be hard talking of like most of the women's husbands passed away. So it definitely was hard to like talking about that at all. And so, of course, one of my moments from last night um, was Ellen yes. and coming up and talking about Roberta even though, not last night, I'm sorry, I, I, I just watched it yesterday because I was traveling, but yeah, we're from the Women Tell All. So watching her talk about Roberta, I was a mess, just absolutely a mess. I completely understand what she was going through. I felt for her, um, the fact that she could get up there and just speak so eloquently, like I admire that. And yeah. it was just, it was just beautiful. Like people, people really underestimate your soul, like the power of friends being soulmates. Oh, yes. Uh Oh, absolutely. I tell my best friend all the time that I believe uh, she's my soulmate. But Mm -hmm. um, because I I, I always believed in soulmates, uh, but I used to think it was romantic soulmates. um, But I knew my ex-husband wasn't my soulmate. I always knew that part. Um, But I, I, I never thought we wouldn't be together. I just knew he wasn't my soulmate. It was just it just wasn't that. But I always believe I have that with my best friend like um we have been friends since we were 12 years old mm-hmm. um and you know she's like my sister that my parents did not give birth to but th- th- you know she's family period yes, exactly yeah and so losing that person you were yeah. devastated and yeah. the fact that they had been best friends for 60 years like that is amazing. And they going through all that together, raising their kids together, like to lose that right at this pivotal moment that you guys both wanted so bad. I just, I felt for her and I would, I personally, she has my number one vote for Bachelorette. I I think I personally, I said it on, on my channel. I think she's front runner and I'm going to say she's front runner for a few reasons. We saw that the entire season was dedicated to her Roberta. Um, and Ellen is a bachelor, right? She is a bachelor girl. She knows the system. Um, she also has the personality. She, she has the full package because like for me, I feel like there's people who have, like certain pieces, like Edith is beautiful, right? She would be a beautiful girl. She has the hair. She like gold. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Um, but she she we didn't see her personality. We didn't see her personality whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and then some people have like really over the top personalities, like April. you know, like a Susan and an April. April would be a good one. April has an interesting, you know, life story. Yes, <laughs> and I definitely want to know more about it. But <laughs> I see um, April on like a, a Golden Bachelorette in Paradise or something. Like same. I. Want- know more about her I just don't want to see her as I feel like she wouldn't take it seriously as the lead like, I feel like she would just be having too much fun she would have too much fun so <laughs> do that on a be- I don't know would a beach be appropriate for for 60 70 year olds like I, no like I need I, I don't know they, they, gotta figure out something. 
like yeah. a chateau and tattoo a chateau. Yes, yes, yes. Be all bundled up by the fire, drinking cocoa, playing in the snow. That if is they want my to... dream. That is my dream reality show. I've I've sketched it out in my head where like we I was so upset. When they did, um, like, uh, I found out about Winter Game, Winter yeah. Love Island, because in my head, I'm thinking Winter Love Island, that they're actually, like, in some chateau in Swiss Alps or Paris or whatever. Winter Love Island, okay. And and it's not. They're still, they, they're on a beach in oh. South Africa, so, no. Well, the Winter <laughs> Game The Bachelor did was, like, one of the best things. I loved it. It was very much like Bachelor Pad. So it was like competitions and stuff, but it was like winter time. So it was so much more fun. And I'm like, can we just do that as like bachelor for the golden bachelor in paradise? That would be amazing. Yes, I agree. Like, so that, that would be, I, I sketched out really in my head. Like, it's just like with the hot tubs and you'd like mm -hmm. the fur coats and it, I, I, I would just love to, to see that atmosphere. And I think that would be nice and cozy for, for our senior bachelor Thanks. bachelorettes. Yeah. I would love it. So um, yeah. bachelor, if you're listening, that idea is for free. <laughs> yeah. Gladly. Um, something else I really loved. Um, Natasha wearing the chair earrings. Because <laughs> I felt like I it had two. I feel I like first, first of all, girl, like I had forgotten that she had said when she was leaving, like, get them some chairs, let them sit down. This is crazy. Yes. yes. So my mind went immediately to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama, right? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god, that's the folding chair from the, the riot in Alabama. <laughs> so I was dying. I was like, maybe she had two different meanings with it, but either way, it was hysterical. Right. You better brand yourself. I fucking love it. Yes. Uh <laughs> Natasha is vibrant. She's amazing. She's inspirational. Um and just, you know, the fact that she's using her her the, this time of her life to advocate for other seniors and make sure that they get their needs not only fulfilled but like even just kind of carving out things for them to to inspire them to do right so it's like you know making sure that they're being active and all that stuff you and for me in the community I live in we have a very active senior community so I've seen seniors like uh, Natasha in my community so you know they run programs out of our rec center they they bus people in from the different senior homes uh near us so you know she's definitely uh what I do see in my community um but she I think her being a black woman for me it, it, it makes it even more inspirational yeah. yeah exactly my like I, I keep telling the girls like my mom is 64 she teaches bar method she walks everywhere in Chicago she's in better shape than literally all my friends right. <laughs> like she could beat us up you know happy veterans day to my mother you know she happy veterans day. thank you for serving mommy um so you know she is definitely she reminds me of Leslie honestly like Leslie okay. and and uh Sandra like my mom is like looks like Sandra but it you know is more like Leslie personality wise and so <laughs> Okay. But I'm like, I see these women and I'm like, yeah, of course they're active. Because that's how I grew up, seeing an active mother, seeing um, people that like you typically don't don't see doing things, doing them. So for yep. me, it's not been a shock. And like, okay, you know, we were talking about the fantasy suites coming up. 
and people being all weirded out about it. And I'm like, don't y'all want to be having sex when you're 60 and 70? I do. That was my, that was my whole thing. Um, discussing the connections mm -hmm. between him, Leslie, him, Faith, him, and Teresa. Mm -hmm. I do feel like he is looking for somebody he has sexual chemistry with. And that is beautiful because like, I want to go out having sex, you know, like with a bang, literally. And, you know, I, I, me and my mom talk about sex. I want my mom to be thriving and having a great sex life. Like, I don't, I think it's weird that we don't want to talk about older people having sex as if we won't one day be older. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, like that. And it's, it's in the, that's the part that like, as I've evolved in my life, I realize sex is important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked, right? So, like, whatever partner I have, like, I would want them to be somebody I'm sexually attracted to. That the the intention is that if we are together, we are together through the end of our life. Yeah, like we are going to keep that part of our life alive, yes. right? Exactly. And if I'm picking you right now, because it's one thing, I guess, like if you grow old with someone, maybe you guys lose your libidos or whatever. But if I'm picking you right now, then that libido better be <laughs> on and ready to go. So I just want us all to stop looking at senior citizens having sex and being like, ew, we should be like, that's fucking beautiful. And God willing, I end up that way, too. <laughs> right. Like, I, I get it thinking about it when it's your parents, like, uh, but <laughs> like in general, right? Like we and I, I said, that's the issue. That's the best thing I feel like about this um show that they brought us, the Golden Bachelor series. Um. But I also feel like that is the service that they've been giving us, having all these bachelor, bachelorette contestants be people in their late, you know, early to late 20s trying to get married and find love. And they're not targeting people in our age groups, right? Older, late to late 30s, mm -hmm. early, mid 40s that that still are looking for those things but have different um ideals when right. it comes to how we want to develop those relationships because it's like right now yes it's lovely that they're showing us this so now we do know that 60 70 year olds they still vibrant they want to have sex they want to go out they want to party they want to you know enjoy each other but that doesn't it doesn't end uh, at like 30 and then start again when you're like 60 I don't want that to be the issue right yeah like no I agree because I think one of the biggest difference differences between the shows is that you can tell that the senior um bachelors women they could not be manipulated like everything yeah. everything that we saw was them genuinely being themselves whether it was hilarious or caddy or whatever it was like it was genuine you can tell on the younger shows that they're being manipulated these young kids are being suggested that they do stuff like I know so when I did my reality show they would say things like well would you ever do this or say this and I'd be like no I wouldn't you know and then they're, they're fine they'll move on right like they don't care but I guess they'll, they'll make somebody else do it yeah exactly and so I just know the younger kids are like yeah I'll, I'll do that I'll say that because they're trying to make a name for themselves they're trying to get Instagram famous so their thoughts are like well let me make sure I do whatever the producers want me to do so that they give me a good edit so 
I feel like they need to come to our age range. Yes. And just see what that would be like. Because it's going to be a mix between the, I'm still trying to be Instagram famous and I don't give a fuck what y'all think about me anymore. I am grown. Say <laughs> the same thing. We Like me and my friends like that are in that age group, we're saying the same things that enjoy Bachelor Nation. We're like, can you please? Like, because to me, I'm going to tell you the truth. If there was a casting between a Gary and a Joey, I would go to the Gary casting. Like, for real. Like, (laughs) I just feel like what Gary was bringing to the table, he just is so loving and I, and I get it. He, it's it's a little different of a time. He wants to be like nine inch shining armor, and and, and just just what Gary was bringing to the table to me is more what I would want in a personality than than what Joey is bringing to the table. Hundred percent, because I don't know what Joey's bringing to the table. I did, I like I just feel like he has no personality. He's beautiful, and I can't wait to see his season. But I'm just I just feel like these young guys don't know anything like I'm waiting for them to cast Kenny King as the bachelor like like that but can I sign up up? first in line like shut up I just I I'm just like let's go back to some of these slightly older men that are still single and let's just like let's just start I didn't realize he was still single he just broke up. So, oh, um, we did a kick in it room with him last, was that last year, girl? I can't even tell my time frames anymore. It might've been, might been 2021, but yeah, he ended his engagement. Um, and so, I mean, like, I don't know for sure that he is not seeing anybody right now, but he was right. engaged and that ended. So I remember that. I remember he was engaged. Um, and I, that, oof, attractive man. <laughs> I, I am definitely signing up for that season. <laughs> I said, like, my, my, he's definitely my type. My type is more of, like, a him, like, a Trey. Like, mm-hmm. th- those would be more my type. And yeah. so, like, to see a Joey, it's just, for me, it's there's no appeal. No, for sure. I agreed 100%. So I'm hoping that they realize that aging up is way better for your ratings. Mm-hmm. I just know. I need to um, talk to Jasmine about the ratings, but I just feel it in my gut that this ratings has, has been way better. Yes. People are talking about it so much more. Yes, I agree. Like people that I know don't watch Bachelor Nation shows mm-hmm. are watching The Golden Bachelor and talking about it and saying, "Oh, you you watch you watch and you recap that show like what like did you know and this and that and they want to talk to me now about it because this this for them is it is it's inviting mm-hmm. and it's interesting because it's relatable. Exactly. So much more relatable, so much more aspirational. Yep. And, you know, and I wonder, I also wonder too, if that's because, so when did you start watching Bachelor? What got you into it? Oh God, I've watched, I watched Bachelor the very first season. Same. My, my mother was watching it and she's like, you, you have, cause I'm a big reality TV fan. Right. So, um, and, I, and she knows like, I like, I've always loved romance novels. I mostly watch, like read um, like black romance novels, mm-hmm. but my mom, she used to be a big romance novel fan, like Danielle Steele, whatever. So it's like, for her, it's like, oh my God, this, this show, it's kind of like a romance novel. Like you got to come watch it. It's like real life. And so I started watching, um, the, was it Alex Michaels? Is that, what's his last name? Um, I forgot. Alex, Michelle. Alex, Michelle. Alex Michelle. Right. Um, his season and um, loved it, but I mostly loved it because of Trista. Like, yeah. like I just, I was like they have to like 
they have to give her a show. Yeah. And I I was even talking about her season the other day. I still remember her season. I still remember her top two it was, you know, Ryan and Charlie. And I just, I, I just knew it was going to be him. Like, I'm like, he's just a regular guy, but he's her guy. Like, and that's how I felt with, with charity season. Like they really brought that feeling back to yeah. me mm-hmm. because I had stopped watching for many years. So I watched, Oh God, up until, maybe Meredith season of the bachelorette. Um, I, so I, I had stopped mm-hmm. when there was like, there was one year there was, it, it had come down. I, I think I watched both of Brad seasons and then it had come down to like a black guy and an, another um, white guy. And they, they of course chose the white guy. And it was like this black guy who was like, a, he was like a doctor and he was gorgeous he was tall he was handsome and they just did not chose him yeah. and then <laughs> he didn't get chosen as the lead <laughs> was like what and that yeah. that was it for me that was like I was like I can't keep watching like there's it's no it's nothing bringing to me because there's nothing aspirational about it for me at this point because they will never choose people who really look like me right and so I stopped watching for many years, and then um, they brought Matt on to be The Bachelor. And I I did watch, uh, of course, I watched Rachel Lindsay's season, but they, of course, ruined that for me because they ruined her love story. Yes. I, because I always knew it was Brian, but I didn't understand why they were making Peter a thing. Yeah. And they made Peter a thing. And I, it, it literally ruined her season for me. I was so mad. I was so mad after her season. Yeah. Um. So I did pop in there. I think I watched like the end of Ari season with Becca and him. Wow, and Lars <laughs> um, so I, I popped in for that. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I really haven't watched Steady since then until um, I found out about Matt being The Bachelor and I had found out um, about Tasha being coming into Claire season. And so I did start watching Claire season, watch, so I call it Clacia season yeah. and, and then watch Matt season. I've been back since then. Um, I have, n- I did not watch Zach season. I did not watch Clayton season. I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, nothing was bringing me to watch those seasons. That's Sorry. fair. Well, I'm like you. I watched season one. I, I watched one, two, three, and four, and then Trista season. By the time mm-hmm. Or ended I was like this is this show is too white for me I can't relate to these people but I was mm-hmm. like I was like 13 14 when the show premiered I remember my it was right after 9 11 my mom had just come back from deployment and we watched it together um but I the reason why I asked all this is because I was going to say earlier I think it has changed because we're finally older than the contestants so yeah. we look at them like oh baby what are you doing <laughs> like yeah so- I've got I've gotten to that point that I'm just like these 25 year old kids and I like I can I feel so bad and I feel so bad because I'm like there's so much more out there guys you just gotta like how are you desperate at 24 (laughs) you like dating is so hard no girl you don't know hard yet you used to have a college pool of people to to date you don't know hard yet (laughs) so I've got to get married. Like I'm, I've got to get married. To, I'm 29. I've got to get married now. No, you don't. No, you don't. You really don't. You really don't. So, but I remember being 14, 15, being like, "Yeah, they are desperate. They are. They have to get married. This is like, like, oh my god, this is old age. Like they. That's 
terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. And so now I look back, I'm like, we were so young. <laughs> like, so, so we just, I think that the, the senior bachelor, golden bachelor evicts that same emotion I had when I was younger of mm-hmm. like, I want to be like that when I'm older. Like I want, I, I see their goals. Like it just, it feels different watching it again. Cause it's like, I haven't been to that life place, that place in life yet. So that is also part of the, the issue. And I'm like, your bachelor doesn't realize that their audience has grown up. They, they are still targeting these young kids, but the people who really watch bachelor are grown. They're yeah. there, you know, so, so like you need to come back and target your audience again and your yeah. audience is middle-aged and older. So yeah. like, I don't know very many gen, gen X, wait, what, what are they? Gen Z. Yeah. Gen I don't know very many Gen Z kids who watch the bachelor. No, no, like my daughter's age group. She, I'm like, I'm recapping the bachelor. And she just looks at me and goes in yeah. her room. Yeah, my baby, sister, my baby sister is how old am I? I'm 36, so she's seven, 14 years younger than me. She's 22, and she watches it mostly because I watch it. You know, mm-hmm. so like she'll sit down with me and watch it, and we'll talk about it. But none of her friends watch it, <laughs> so that's like how she was raised with me, <laughs> and yeah. so that's why she watches it. But yeah, it's just very, it's very telling that they are not escalating, but. Anyway, back to the women tell all. Did you have anything else that you really enjoyed from this women tell all? Um, I just um, I I just I do like that they are real people. We see real emotions. It's not like like even with Faith, like you could tell she was so devastated. It wasn't like her trying to be the bachelorette. Like that, I I I. I will always like the genuineness I feel of this cast. And so um, I'm happy for that. I'm excited to hopefully see a golden bachelorette. I I really am. Yes. Same, 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 same. Um, Now things that I didn't really like, why was Patty there? (laughs) Was Maria there? I can't, I can't remember. Marina? No, Maria. Which one was? She? Oh, she was. She was the black girl that was like, yeah. Um, yeah no, I don't think she was there. Yeah. Um, I don't so think- she's actually from my town. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you know people that know her? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing her. I barely saw Patty. I think I saw Patty over someone's shoulder for half a second. Right. And I'm just like, why did y'all? I I don't understand what Patty signed up for. <laughs> I don't because because we all uh, I think many of us in the community was like, she's coming on this because she's gonna be the golden bachelorette, and then she went out night one, and we had night one got a peep from her. That not, was not one thing. I my, I'm like, y'all didn't even make him keep her for one night at least. Like, what was the point? I don't understand what the point of that was at all. Um. Mm-hmm. I, like I feel okay. I feel the same way about her that I do about Rachel Rakia on <laughs> on the beach, where I'm like, y'all have a level of of royalty that I just think deserves a little bit more <laughs> in the like, give us more yeah. arena. I'm not saying that I like Patty. I'm not saying that I want to see more of her. But I'm saying if you're gonna bring a former lead's mother on, yeah, what are yeah. we doing? <laughs> Yeah, it it definitely feels like a waste. And with Rachel, I'm just wondering if it's the way they brought her on because I feel like the way they brought Becker on was a little more statue. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, having Rachel be the first one on the beach was weird. It didn't make any sense. It um, hasn't. 
Yeah, that we can get into that more too because it, it annoys the fuck out of me. But mm-hmm. uh, women tell all. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? No, no, no. no, no. I, I I know you said you don't love women tell alls. They're my favorite because I I love when people come to fight for themselves and come to like spill the tea and mm-hmm. tell us what we didn't understand. Like even the men tell all last season when we found out the whole pilot P thing and the whole FP thing. Like that was fascinating to me. I was completely confused and baffled, but I'm like. Okay. Now watch the paradise. I get it. Now I get it. Right? It's like, oh yeah, yeah. You were, you were a fuckboy. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I get it now. But yeah, like I love seeing stuff like that. Now there wasn't a lot of that on the women's law, but mm-hmm. it was just good to see these women and them truly being themselves. So I loved it. The bloopers I thought were phenomenal. I don't really like, you know, fart and and. I don't like jokes mm-hmm. like that. It's not me. It's my, not my thing either. That's why I said a lot of that stuff was like, you know, that type of behavior yeah. that just like they were talking about Susan's meatballs and the guacamole. Yes. Like they did like a 20 minute segment oh, about that. meatballs and guacamole. Yes. And, then, and the interaction they had with certain people's bodies are like, not my thing. Not my <laughs> thing. It's not it my thing. It annoyed me because they had already shown that clip before. So this yeah. wasn't really a blooper. We already knew about it. And so I was annoyed by that. But some, it's something funnier when they're older women talk. It's, it yeah. was a tad bit funnier. Like, it was still like, oh my God, I don't want to talk about this, but it was a yeah. tad bit funnier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I, I, and it is because it's like, even if you uh, watch Big Brother, you watch the live feeds, that was also a whole big thing between like the two older women on the yes. show. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was when she was the toenails on the, uh, the eye. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No. I would have choked. It's a hate <laughs> crime. A hate crime. <laughs> hate crime and I was like is she doing this to piss off three because I, I feel like they always had like a frenemy type of friendship or yes. is she just so vile I, that she, she would probably never admitted that I still think it she did it to piss her off yeah same all right let's take a quick break and then we're gonna jump in to bachelor in paradise Mm-mm. okay so we started off bachelor in paradise with charity and eliza on the couch continuing this conversation about Aaron what did you think about this whole thing charity being involved cat being involved Aaron's explanation what really happened etc <laughs> who cat being involved why was cat involved except for for drama exactly and I feel like after hearing what charity said cat drama dramatized it way more so what pisses me off about it is if you go on social media people are sending charity hate because Oh, yes, because they like they thought that she was working with Kat to set up Eliza and Aaron. And then you watch the conversation that um that Charity had. Because I listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. When the preview, the very first preview came on, I was freaking out because I was like, why is Aaron freaking out? What what does Charity know that like he's talking about she could ruin everything for him? I'm like, they from what I I remember, they came off fine off the season. Right. He stayed a little too long. I was sitting there like, can you please give him his flight ticket straight yes. to paradise and leave? Yes. yes. <laughs> but other than that, I thought that they were fine. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, so when, that was that was out of nowhere to me. And then to hear the story from the way that Kat said it, it was like, whoa, where did this come from? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's why I'm like, I don't think Charity said that to Kat in that way. 
Yeah. Um, her, for, I, I already knew Kat was lying when she said me and Charity are best friends. <laughs> like, that's a lie. <laughs> best is a stretch. Right, right, best right. Is Charity is a sweetheart and it tolerates you, <laughs> but best don't don't play don't play my girl Brooklyn <laughs> so so yeah I knew that whatever she was going to say was going to be an exaggeration and sure enough Charity comes and she explains that some girl messaged her and her entire family just trying to explain the situation and she took it with a grain of salt because she had an amazing experience with Aaron and did not see like him in that way so mm-hmm. it is what it is this is what I was told don't know if it's true or not I had a great experience with Aaron you should just go talk to him and I thought that was reasonable. I thought it was reasonable. Um, and I also felt like it kind of lined up with what more with what Aaron was saying mm-hmm. rather than what cat the way cat was saying it. Exactly. And so um uh you know <laughs> it was just so it just was out of nowhere. And I kept saying last week, okay, I said, I think they're gonna be fine, regardless of what charity has to say, because I based on his terrible explanation. Awful. It was fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. Based on his terrible explanation, I kind of understood where we were going. <laughs> right? And again, I am of the opinion, before you step your foot into Bachelor Mansion, Hotel, whatever it is at the time, if you dead in a situation right before, you are single. You are single. I don't care if it was a minute before your flight. As long as you said, hey, this is over. As long as you didn't say, I'll let you know how this works out. We can, you know, talk when I come back. As long as you're not pulling a, what was that guy's name from um, Alley Season who was calling his girlfriend from the hotels yeah, and stuff. Right, that you yeah. still have Rated a girlfriend. R. You and the girlfriend have a Yes, his name, was, his name was Rated R. I can't remember his real name, but that was his wrestling name. As long as you're not doing that, I I do not care if you broke up with someone to go on the show. What that is, if you saw this wasn't working out, you had a better opportunity and you took it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't as care. As long as you ended it. <laughs> and so that was like even my my biggest issue with them having such. So a few years ago, uh, when with Rachel, was it Rachel and Gabby's season with Nate? Yes. Right. Oh, that that all these people were like pick pitchforks like he can't be the bachelor because he was dating somebody before he went on the season he didn't tell them about his kid and all that stuff and i'm like who the fuck cares yeah who cares she wasn't the one so she didn't know about his kid (laughs) like the end that's it that's it yeah how many people he was dating he went on the show he's he stopped dating them went on the show and has the potential to find love why is it why is it that he has to sacrifice that because he, the way he ended ended situations before he got on the show but you have pilot Pete ran through the majority of his cast during and after his season, his season. and then tried to like double back to Hannah <laughs> And that's no problem. People still talk about, oh, he can be the bachelor again. Girl, if they did that, I would really stop watching this franchise. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. No, thank you. To, to paradise? Nope. They all for it. They all for it. But Nate couldn't be the bachelor. Right. 
because of one girl who who blew up the relationship in her mind. Like you, you thought this relationship was more than what it was. He is only guilty of letting you believe that. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, that I I don't I do not care if somebody dated multiple. I don't care if I don't care if Aaron did date two women at the same time and they didn't know about each other. He ended it with both y'all before he went on the damn show. So who fucking cares? <laughs> problem this this is the problem with our thought process this is what we should be doing this mm -hmm. is what i'm finding out from i will take from the younger generation that i see with with uh, with other women that i'm like shit that's what i'm doing wrong yeah we need to be dating more people yeah huh? and i i'm holly so i i have multiple relationships but if i right. decide one day to be exclusive then what I did when I was Polly does not matter. <laughs> like it doesn't, as long as I am honest and not like, and, and as long as I'm honest and faithful, it does not matter what I did with him, what I, or when I did it, that was then this is now. And so right. that's how I feel about Aaron is like, Aaron has presented nothing but a good guy. I, I said, he, he reminds me of a dad. All his, his jokes are so corny. Nothing about him gives me unfaithful, gives me um, nothing. Cheated. I, I am not taking away from the fact that these women were hurt by, him, right. by whatever he may have done or shocked even. Maybe they weren't even hurt. Maybe they were just shocked. I, like, think, they were hurt. I think they were probably shocked at how far he got on The Bachelorette. I'm yeah. going to tell you the truth. They yeah. probably thought, oh, he's not good. She she probably won't like him. He's not. And and to be fair, like, I, uh, you know, against some of the other men, I could kind of see you thinking he's not going to get very far, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I really do think that for charity, black men forward seem to be be the thing. And he's not terrible looking. And for I think I think he's on the side of more simpy than than you would, you know, think of a a, a man, a black man. So mm -hmm. I think they probably thought they probably got over on him a lot and thought, oh, that he's never going to get that far. And yeah. they probably burned their biscuits how far he really got. Right. Yeah, they were upset about that. Yeah. 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 And, and like and because from the way he was trying to explain it, it was like the second woman, they weren't even in a real relationship anyway. They were on and off again. She broke up with him at one point. So it's like, yeah. oh, what are you really upset about? <laughs> like, What, what yep. does matter so yeah the whole thing just is reading bitter um and it's not like y'all are saying that he uh gave you an std or like like got someone pregnant like nothing you are saying is damning except that he broke up with you before he went on the show oh so he did the right thing wonderful yeah wonderful. pretty much pretty much and and as it comes with him and i tried to just it, it would. I, I kind of will say it's kind of the same thing. I feel like, and I don't want to like jinx nothing, but it, like with Brandon and Serene, I feel like Serene. I feel like it is like the situation with him and Charity was like a totally different situation, even with there. Mm -hmm. And I can compartmentalize that situation with him and Eliza. Yeah. I feel like he definitely I has more in common with Eliza. Mm -hmm. I think the dynamic is is way different, just just better for yeah. him and Eliza, um, which is why I kept saying they're going to be fine. First of all, they're both Tauruses, like mm -hmm. so even even that they have a lot of commonalities. That's why he did his old analogy for her was food, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> funniest yeah. analogy, simile, metaphor, whatever. I was yeah, yeah. 
Um, but also you could tell, like, she, I think she was an army brat as well. Like her parents, like she was born and grew up in Germany for a while. And, um, I couldn't remember if she was a military brat or if just her dad was German. I couldn't remember. Yeah, like, I couldn't, I can't remember. I can't remember either, but I, I believe that that's the case. And we know, I believe as, as well, he is an also army brat, an too. army brat too, um, which we found out from charity season. So it's like, they have so many commonalities mm -hmm. and just enough differences that I do think that between the two of them they could work as long as they communicate I don't see an issue between between their dynamics so even compartmentalizing how I felt for him on um charity season with how I, I see this dynamic between him and Eliza I really really like this dynamic for them and I, I think Eliza lives in LA he lives in San Francisco San, Francisco, San Diego so yeah I, I like I'm excited for both of them I, I think they'll be fine so I was so happy when charity was just like yeah just have the conversation just just get it out because I also think that is what Eliza needed to hear she needed the confidence to say go have the conversation even if it, even if it's going to get a little messy but it's not as messy as you think it is just just keep him on his toes and and you stay on your toes exactly. right and then she went mm -hmm. talk to Aaron and said just commit to her the end yeah. like like I that conversation was so beautiful because yep. you can she respects him and that's what I wanted to see. I was worried last week, like, what is she about to do? Because Charity, like, don't do this. <laughs> but it, she did exactly what she was supposed to do. And it was beautiful. Yes. And anyone giving her hate, you're fucking crazy. And that's crazy. This beautiful conversation she ended up having with the both of them where, yes. like, this, this, like you, you know that um, behind the scenes, like uh, Rachel Lindsay is probably having those conversations with multiple black bachelor bachelorettes, other reality black women and um, black men, but we don't always see those on camera. So we actually got to see this on camera. And last week, you people were giving her hate. Yes, and the hate should have been focused at cats because Cat was the one who caused all this drama. And I, I just needed to go back on her because something is very wrong. Like I was, okay, the first couple episodes, I was defending Kat because I hate when people, yes, th but this is, this is the only reason why, is because I hate when people say that a woman wasn't nice whenever she broke up with a guy. Oh, uh, okay. My whole thing is like, like Drake said, nice for what? Why do I have to be nice if I'm ending something? <laughs> I, I don't want to be with you. I'm just going to end it. It, it is what it is. And I didn't think that her breakup was necessarily mean. But then what what I've heard from some of the people who were actually on the beach is that they didn't have a problem with her ending it with Brayden. It was right afterwards where she was just like throwing it in his face that she was with Tanner, like making like kissing Tanner in front of him, talking about Tanner, like, you know, oh, my God. So so kind of what she's doing with um, John Henry and Olivia yeah. right now, like throwing it in their face, exactly. in her face. Exactly. So they were like, it was just really tacky and really sad because she jumped, she jumped ship so quickly. So they yeah. all felt like she didn't really like Brayden and was just using him. I, I personally, believe it. I believe it now. I didn't believe it at first. Cause I mean, those first couple episodes, she was like making out with him underwater, like doing all types of cute shit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I think she does like him. I just think she likes Tanner more, but oh, more I can, I can go with that as well. Like I, I think, so this is my theory watching Kat, Mercedes mm -hmm. and Kylie, mm -hmm. I feel like they all came on the beach with a plan. Yeah. Um, just to, just a little bit too. She just didn't very well. <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. Um, and so I think she just listening to what they're saying. Oh, Charity said this about Tanner. Tanner also ended up coming out what like fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. Like I that. think yeah. So in her head, I think Tanner probably she thought Tanner because they didn't get to watch the show yet, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. She probably thought that editing wise, Tanner probably had more of a storyline. Yeah, like they probably because Charity probably didn't say good things about Brayden, right? <laughs> Which we know she should and should not because. <laughs> He did like I will say this about Brayden. My issue with Brayden is not Brayden, because to me Brayden is a twenty-four year old. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue with Brayden is how he treated Charity. Yeah, I thought it was toxic. I Brayden, I call him a sour patch kid because he is not always wrong. Something mm-hmm. sometimes doing is sweet or good, but the way he goes about it is wrong. It's always wrong. It's always wrong. <laughs> yeah, I even, I, agree. I even agreed with some of his feelings in terms of like dating somebody who's dating all your friends. I get that, but that's the show you signed up for, my guy. So, like, hello? hello, you signed up for the Bachelorette. We're you not should have signed up for the Bachelor, but you can't do that unless you're on the Bachelorette. So unless I can't help you. Unless you're Matt James, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, I, I understood him. I just felt like this is not the right place for that, you know? And, and th- that was something we talked about back then was like, do you know who you're dating? Do you understand what you signed up for? Because that was dumb. But I, but, and even on this show, like he'll do things that are really sweet. And then like, like the whole going to go talk to Rachel thing, mm-hmm. but then he snitched on Sean and it was like, what's that necessary? Oh, that way. That is not the way. Not the way. I don't. I don't know what happens. I don't know how we got here. And I think it's like it's, I, when I approached her, like it was crazy. It was like watching a train, like go do the go. Literally, it was insane. It was insane. And like I don't like Sean at all, but I still am like, but Brayden, that's that's not really guy code. <laughs> so, and but on this episode, he got me again. He got me with the sweetness again when he chose Olivia. Like I felt. I felt bad for him when Becca left, but then he turned around and saved Olivia. And I was just like, Brayden, thank you. Because Olivia yeah. made this season. I would not be watching anymore if she went home. So I was very thankful for him. And every, and then even after the rose ceremony, he just kept saying like, she deserves, she deserves. And it was just so beautiful to see that friendship and him like, like I, I feel like, okay, Brayden is a really good friend. He is a terrible partner. Yes. So you could see that because I a lot of these men went into um, this season hating Brayden for the mm-hmm. way he treated Charity, for the way he treated them, yeah. ultimately. Um, yeah. But as you said, I, I think it was really hard for him as a 24-year-old. Um, I, I, I do have ve- very much qualms of whether or not he actually dates Black women. That's a whole nother thing, but I, I haven't so seen him. Much he of- talks, the way he he has a Black sense. And yeah. so I'm he definitely hangs out with a lot of black people. He was from the army, yes. so also happy Veterans Day to, to Brayden. Yes, happy so, Veterans Day to Brayden. Yes, so he, you know, I mean, the army does typically run very ethnic um, right. because a lot of uh, minorities do not have a way to go to college or don't know what to do after high school, so they go into the military. So you can tell, and like I went, I posted a picture of him like in his military. Like he looks like he hangs out with black people. He also is Native American, I believe. Um, Something I, like that. Something I can't remember which, right. Which also will would probably um the earrings. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Especially like stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like it makes sense, especially after coming out of the military and being able to wear your hair long and just be a little bit different. I can understand why he cares about that stuff now. And he looked good as fuck on this episode with that that like cream yeah. shirt. Oh, it, it was working for me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I I fully do believe that he has a healthy community with black friends. Whether or not that means he dates black women, who's right. to say? I don't actually know. But I I do believe he is entrenched more in the culture than some of the other guys like Sean. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, and I, I do think what um, he's now friends seems to because he also lives in San Diego. Right. Like remember Charity's date. He the Padres is his, uh, his, yes. his big thing. So I think he has developed friendships with like Aaron. Um, B, who's friends with um the other Aaron, Aaron yeah, see. So, um, and most of those guys are are either black or people of color, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yes, I I definitely see that, and I definitely think that as a friend in general, I can see where Brayden is probably a better friend, especially when y'all are not dating. Same girl, same girl. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> I get it. I get don't it like now that. because don't like that. Yeah, because because you could see all these men that hated him on their season were so protective of him. Now it's like their baby brother who was like getting hurt by this girl that they all was just like, oh no, this doesn't work. And then the girls, the same thing with the girls. The girls is like, nah, this. Even her friends were like, you might want to clean that up just a little bit. Yeah. You did a little wrong, right? Yeah. You're looking a little bad right now, <laughs> right? Because because I think. These women came on, not all of them, with a plan. So Kylie came on the beach to meet Avon. Um, Mercedes maybe came on to 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 meet Tyler. And I think Kat was like, okay, I'm going to go for like a tanner or something like that. Um, thinking he did better on his season than he, we know he wasn't really even in the edit very much, right? Compared to Brayden. And she probably thought, I'm going to get with Brayden. And then I can just dump him because he was the villain, right? So, yeah. you know, everybody will rejoice. And I got with the, the, the you know, the handsome Prince Tanner, yeah. not realizing he was like a medium villain. Like he was a love-hate villain that, that uh, the edit that he got. Yeah. Um, he was coming on with a lot of friends and Tanner didn't get the edit that you think that he got, right? I don't remember Tanner at all, okay? And he was the one that I kept forgetting who he was. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so I think she both uh, miscalculated and mishandled the situation that they. I think they all tried to set up. Mm-hmm. Kylie handled hers just a slight bit because she still, like, people still seem to be okay with how she handles stuff. I don't personally feel like she probably got lucky because even came down before the rose ceremony correct so that's the only reason why she got lucky and isn't villainized because if, yes. if, if she had taken will's rose and then immediately left for avon she'd been villainized too right but i definitely think she told her bestie mercedes to make sure she takes will's rose yep. so that yeah, meet up mercedes her. went and did the same shit yep <laughs> so, yep. yep so yeah the the whole this but the but that's what pisses me off is that that is what paradise is supposed to be for so villainizing anybody for rose hopping is kind of crazy what i will say is villainy is telling somebody to go after someone else's person that is 
insane to me. And I don't know what Olivia, I don't know what Kylie and um Mercedes have against Olivia. Clearly there's something we haven't seen because they all like don't like her. And I don't I think it's because Avon said on his Twitter she's a night one and fuck her. Like well, like that's what I got from it. Yeah, I I I I don't understand why they feel that way though. <laughs> it's like 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 you know, my response to that was uh, fucking grocery store Joe was a night one and he's running the Bachelor podcast now in a happy Bachelor relationship. So what the fuck does leaving night one have to do with anything? Which is why I cursed Avon out on Twitter. Same. <laughs> I said, ain't nobody here to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody here to see you. Yeah, and like how you, like in one breath, Avon tweeted um, another episode with no screen time. And then the <laughs> next tweet, you're talking about she was night one. Like you one as far as we know, <laughs> you could, you. know based on the edit you could be night one because you ain't bringing nothing to this that's and that's not, and so i said to him um this sounds like jealousy do you realize that and yeah. he's like this is not jealous i'm standing up this is because of her failed relationships i'm standing up for the real ones i said i said you bringing up that she's a night one that doesn't mean anything the no. the the feelings a bachelor or a bachelorette have for people that come on their season that they decide to cut in on the first night does not make their storylines their stories their voices even less significant than anybody who went to top four on like that's ridiculous at all and it's like some of them are completely removed from bacheloration like brendan and piper who went very far and now we hate them because they're right. personal trash well i don't hate piper i i i will say this about piper my thing with piper was kind of like brayden she was like 23 like 22 23 when all of this happened yeah i I think okay i don't hate piper either but i think that her responses were trash and i think Mm -hmm. that for someone who had a like a a master's in marketing and like pr it was kind of like girl did you really think this is a good idea and maybe she didn't realize the kind of edit she was gonna get before she said what she said but yeah, it was just I, I don't I don't hate her the way that I hate Brendan. <laughs> that is for well, sure. yeah, no him. I unfollowed him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how dare he? Yes. You don't treat you don't treat women um that way. But I but Eve especially never ever treat a black woman that way just because you think she should be grateful to yes. you. Yes, that was disgusting. And that's why like Piper didn't know that he said that he did that. She didn't know. So no. but what, what made me mad is that she stayed with him after she knew. That's where I yeah. was like, girl, you have to you gotta think these these things through. So yeah, I, I didn't I don't hate her. I just feel like she is not my person. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I think I I think for Piper, it she, she again probably a little bit carpet come compartmentalize and it's like oh well he doesn't talk to me that way just the situation and blah 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 blah. and I said she and I always said she'll see she it's like the, the between maturity and we know that that man was never going to not do that again she would see and that's how I feel about John Henry stupidly picking cat like you've seen yeah. how cat behaves yeah, just because she, she hasn't done it to you yet doesn't mean that she won't. And I'm just like y'all, y'all get very like in your heads. Like, well, they don't treat me that way. They haven't done that to me, but they have it in them. And yes, you need to take that seriously. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I I think that that was stupid on John Henry's part to choose Cat. Um, I'm thankful that Brayden saved Olivia. 
Ooh, but I'm just, I'm very interested to see how things are going to work out with John Henry and Kat, because I don't think that she really likes him like that. She definitely doesn't like him. She does not like him. I think she is ITM. She Even the conversations we've watched between the two of them, it's like, it's so false. She's not, she like, she'll go in and she'll find out information about him. And then she'll go back to Mercedes and Kylie and says, oh, he, he wants to do this, but like kind of say she wants to change that about him. Mm-hmm. Right. So <clears throat> I, I just, I yeah. don't see it. I don't she, see it. She, I bet you she thinks that she can mold him. Which yes. Makes- yeah, maybe he is young enough and like gullible enough to let her do that. She couldn't do that with Brayden or Tanner. Right. Um, so so maybe he will let her. And maybe that maybe that'll make them a perfect couple. I don't really know. But it just feels I don't see. Yeah, it feels like she's more curious about that tongue ring than she is about him. <laughs> about his personality, yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. unfortunate. So oh God. I how did you feel about uh Genevieve and um Davia going home devastated yeah I was so mad both of them I was I was very mad at Jess um because I still don't think she's that into Blake I think she's she just misses that he wasn't up on her all day like she literally said to him I miss you being here complimenting me and staring at me the way I I was dressed right yeah what like so what did you miss about him <laughs> like it was very narcissistic and the fact that he fell for it, I was just like come on Blake like you gotta want better for yourself than somebody who just wants you around to be around yeah. and I just I, 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 go ahead good ahead. did you notice that we never saw Jess or Tyler telling their respective people about their makeout last week last episode I was going to just say this so I think dynamic wise I think she still wants to be with Tyler, but yeah. she did not want to send Mercedes home. Yeah. And I don't think Tyler wants to really be Mercedes. I could see them giving each of each of their partners the, the roses mm-hmm. and dumping them at the next round. Like maybe she was hoping another guy will come in who wants to date Mercedes and yes. then she can go after Tyler. Yes. I, I don't know, but I just thought it was very interesting that we didn't touch on that storyline at all this episode. At all. Nothing. No, <laughs> nothing about the kiss. But they also didn't talk about um uh Blake's date. And I think they want to make it seem like his date with Genevieve was like nothing. But I, I saw more chemistry in their date than I did with his his anything that he's had with Jess. Same. Yeah, they they just kind of came back in and there was no fanfare about it. There was not, nothing happened. And I was like, oh, so we're having, I thought, I didn't even know they were back and we were having the rose ceremony. And I was like, oh, wait, they're there. So, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I guess because Genevieve was going home, they didn't really care to debunk that. But I'm like, no, I still wanted to hear about it. Because um, yeah. I really do wonder, had Jess not come and been like, oh, I missed you. I want you back and blah, blah, blah. What was he thinking about Genevieve? I don't yeah. know. I think they're better. No. Um, this is my issue with the show in general, though, is like y'all need to give these people who come in more time on the beach. Yeah. They I should feel be- like they have to do it more like Love Island, right? Like not exactly like Love Island, but in Love Island, you have a the OGs, which is like five to six people. They start off, they couple up, they get 
days in the villa to mm-hmm. figure out each other. Then you start sending people in, yeah. right? Or or night one, you do add like one, one or two bombshells, but still, like you give them time mm-hmm. to get to know each other because they're evenly matched up so that if they want to swap people at that point, they've already like kind of figured out who they could be with and who they can't be with and then if more people come in it's it's like okay I can try this out because I'm not really into this person but they're not even giving the fact that we're seeing four 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 each um, rose ceremony different sets of people being thrown out and these are quality people we lost Greer like like that was sad to me yeah in Brooklyn, like, how does Brooklyn not get chosen? That's crazy. That's that's crazy. And doesn't John B? John B? Yes. And then sometimes, okay, I, I've only ever seen one one season of Love Island, but I feel like people have come back. Is that like does has that happened before where someone maybe didn't get chosen? Did they end up in Casa Amore or like? No, the, okay. the only time that like they. There's been one or two times where people have been dumped, but they're not really dumped. They mm-hmm. go on dates and then they come back with dates, and then the the dates will, you know, figure out if they want to be with them. And yeah. it, so that's what I'm saying. It's like there's they do things to make sure that people get time. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what I feel like the Bachelor in Paradise doesn't do. They don't give them time. You come in the day of a rose ceremony, go on a date, and then like you're supposed to make that connection when people have been on the beach for days and gotten to know each other. Like that's it's not fair. And and they should be given the opportunity to get to know the other people in case that doesn't work out. And on Love Island, do they send in men and women at the same time so it's still even? Um, sometimes, sometimes no. Okay. Really depends. Okay. So so kind of like with 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 Bachelor in Paradise, if it's a girls' week or because they do swap like back and forth where girls pick or guys pick, so it kind of depends. Like, it, um, and then they, there's times when they do even it up, and they everybody has a partner, and sometimes you end up in a friendship couple, and then they they will have us vote to dump people and that kind of stuff. So it's like they do it different ways that I feel like it's already out there. Like you guys can do, you tried, you stole Casa more last season. How about you, you try this one on for size and like do OGs, have them all evenly match, let them mix and mingle and then start bringing people down the beach. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) So many better ways that they could do this. Um, Just give them my whole thing and just give them more time, especially someone like Genevieve who everybody fucking loved. So give her more time to get to know other people. Maybe she could have made a connection with somebody else, but it it doesn't make any sense to me to bring these people down to couples that are already established going on a date with them. For what reason? I don't know. John, yeah, John B, Genevieve, I will never forgive them. <laughs> never forgive them. Never forgive them. And then it's like, okay, these people who got who didn't get chosen, let's see what they're up to in the hotel. Like maybe that could be the Casa Amore or something. Like I just feel like we got to give these people more of a chance. So <laughs> anyway, what else did you think about this episode this week of Bachelor in Paradise? Um, I agreed. With, I, I'm gonna. I I will always be open and honest about the people I stand mm-hmm. whenever I chat. So like, if you know me, you know, I'm a Taylor Hale stand. <laughs> I am a Olivia stand. Mm-hmm. I love that girl. 
I agree with everything, uh, um, every way she was feeling, every confrontation. Do I always agree with everything that she, like, when she's making fun of people? Not all the time. Not all the time. Do I laugh? But... Do I laugh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But for the most part, I agreed with her. The fact that these women feel like she is insignificant and that they should just be able to steal her guy. And she's, and I think they also think, because the way Kat tried to say it, oh, you, I feel like you haven't been, um, how'd she say it? You haven't been nice or you haven't been, because she, she was trying to explain why she gets to steal John Henry from her yeah, with no problems. It was bullshit. Because Olivia's like, what do you? What example do you have of me being that way, right? And she couldn't come up with one. But I think they thought that Olivia was the villain. I think yeah. they thought she was the 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 demi maybe or like I think that's what they thought the edit was going to be that mm-hmm. Avon and Kylie were, um, you know, dream couple. Grocery store and and Serena, right? Brandon and Serene. Like I think that's what they thought was happening, and that Cat just needed to, you know, find her person. And if that person was from the villain, dumping the villain to go to to a person or taking the person from the villain, right? That she that she would be the heroine of the story mm-hmm. not realizing no olivia is not the villain nope. no matter how much i i think they maybe wanted intention of doing it uh, her being the villain but i think the producers were right in realizing oh no this girl is gold like yes. she is giving us everything and if yes. we make her the villain we're going to ruin our mm-hmm. season she has to be the heroine yep that, and I feel like that's why Braden gave her the rose. We, like even yep. whether producers told him to do it or he just realized in his head <laughs> that like she needed to stay there, yeah. like Olivia needed to stay. And that is just period. And maybe they, I hope they brought Michael down just for her. <laughs> that would be amazing. I liked Michael. I was sad oh. we didn't get too much of him. Yeah. yeah. In the charity season, um, he's a boat captain or a yacht yeah. captain, yacht I captain, believe. Yeah. In Chicago, um, yeah. So I'm excited to see Michael. Same, same thing. I'm very glad that he's there. I hope that he can make a connection with them. Like, if he chooses Mercedes, I'm gonna. Well, I don't know. I, I like. I don't know how I'm gonna feel, <laughs> but I really want him to choose Olivia. That would um that she deserves. Period. Um, I just think it would be interesting if she if he chose Mercedes because I want to see what Jess is gonna do with. Tyler. The Tyler. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I like. I think they 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 are trying to plot to try to 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 stay, you know, on the beach mm-hmm. them together, mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, I'll have time to move if I need to. Yeah. But Mercedes has to be covered, and yeah, that's. I wonder if they will bring Genevieve back down the beach if if she dumps Blake what we need to see but also if so if michael chooses olivia they're gonna i mean sorry chooses mercedes and they're either gonna bring another guy down to choose olivia or she's gonna have to go to blake because olivia can't leave like i'm not watching the show anymore if olivia leaves 
so so I, I it'll be interesting like I feel like they didn't really even show in the previews what might happen it's very it was very, they were very like closed-lipped about that but I I don't believe Bla- Jess wants to be with Blake so I want to see some shake up there I want Blake to actually get someone who wants to be with him like to me he's one of the best guys on the beach like I I like Blake I've always liked Blake yes he's gonna he's gonna fall in love with a bachelorette it's fine I get it like but we want a man who is going to fall in love like I want want to watch that emotionally mature guys we love to see it and he loves animals we love to see it I think that his biggest issue is their their age gap is too is too much she's too young for him mature for her that whole conversation that oh my god back what was that like episode two or three where he was like i only eat birds and she didn't understand oh my god she's like i thought you were talking about pigeons <laughs> like girl like what is wrong with you and and but that's just their level the different levels of maturity so yeah so yeah i i am not um, I, I don't dislike Jess. I just feel like her and Blake are not the couple. They're not the it couple. Um, and I want better for him. So we shall see what happens next week. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right. All right. Thank you so much. It's been the best conversation <laughs> trying to get through all of these shows. I appreciate your knowledge, your your historical like references. We could talk all day and I hope we can yeah. come back again and we can totally. go, in, especially once I start watching Love Island Games. <laughs> so, yes, definitely. Then we have to come back. Um, so we can tell the people where they can find you. So I am Entertainment in Color everywhere. Um, I have a YouTube channel, Entertainment in Color, there. And um, yeah, so right now I'm covering Love Island Games. Um, I, now the Big Brother is over, thank God. I can cover it nightly. So I'm usually streaming about 1030 after the show runs on Peacock to discuss. <laughs> And then um, I'm covering the Traders Canada on my uh, YouTube channel as well. And there is a new show coming out at the end of this week called Twin Love with the Bella Twins. Interesting. Twin romance dating show. Very excited for that. They were married. Oh, no, no. It's not them. It's like twins coming on dating each other. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. They're just the host. They're just they're just the host. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 It's going to be on Amazon Prime. So I plan on. I've always been fascinated with twins. I don't have twins in my family. I just always been fascinated with twins. But I like shows about where twins marry each other or date each other. So I'm going to watch it and cover it on my YouTube channel. Let's so do it. be there with you. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So much, Tamika. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye. Thank you for joining me and a special shout out to my guests. All of their social media and page info can be found in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please like, subscribe, and follow this podcast and my Instagram page at kickingitwith underscore Ray. That's R-A-E. Theme song was created by Chad Milner and producing and editing was all done by me. See you next week.